Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is The Moment That Matters. Remember the right thing at the right time. A universal challenge in this distracting world we live in is remembering to do the right thing at the right time. We'll discuss why it's so hard and how you can do better. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at you'll save 25%. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. One of the challenges for folks with ADHD, and for everyone else who has a busy life, is remembering to do the right thing at the right moment. For example, putting the mail in the mailbox as you walk past it, or remembering to make that phone call to the bank tomorrow morning when the bank is actually open. These are tasks that have a specific time element to them, as opposed to general to-do list items that you know need to be completed by a certain deadline perhaps, but don't need to be completed at any specific time. So for example, the dishwasher needs to be loaded at some point, but not at any specific point. Of course, if you're having company over for dinner and you're short on clean dishes, then you need to start the dishwasher at least an hour before they come. So in this case, there is a more specific time element, but generally speaking, these sort of things tend to be looser. The technical term for the place and time when certain things are done is the point of performance. Kind of makes sense as a title. So when it comes to mailing some letters, for example, there are two points of performance. One is when you're walking out the door, since you need to remember to take the letters with you. Sort of a point of performance, but the real point of performance is that moment when you're walking past the mailbox and you're actually ready to slip the things in the slot. You know, of course, we've all had those times when we've been lost in thought or talking on the phone or whatever and walked right past the mailbox even if we were holding the letters in our hand at the time and remember that we should mail them like two seconds before. That's a fun moment of discovery two minutes later when we realize what we did. So the technical term is point of performance. I also like to call this the moment that matters because most moments don't really help you that much. So, you know, let's say that you're walking down the street with a letter in your hand Remembering your plan to mail that letter when you're 100 feet away from the mailbox is, you know, nice, but it doesn't actually help much uh, since you can't throw the letter that last 100 feet and be done with it. You still need to remember it for the rest of that 100 feet until you're actually standing right there in front of the mailbox. Of course, it doesn't, it really doesn't help if you remember 100 feet after the mailbox either. So remembering the mailbox an hour beforehand probably helps more than remembering the night before in that, you know, it's probably easier to carry that thought an hour rather than a day. Um, But you can remember a thousand times before the moment that matters and still blow it in that crucial few seconds as you go by the mailbox. Now, some activities like putting a letter in a mailbox or remembering to take your umbrella as you walk out the door 
have a very small moment that matters, pretty much a few seconds. Other activities have a much longer moment. For example, if you have to call the bank during business hours, you pretty much have eight hours or more to get it done. So as long as you call somewhere between nine and five, you're good. Of course, some days it can feel like 100 hours wouldn't be enough, but you know, whatever. So what's happening is that we're carrying an idea from, from one moment in time and setting a mental alarm clock to go off at a moment where we can actually act on that idea. So it's all about timing. The right idea at the wrong time doesn't get you much. So in other words, remembering 100 feet before the mailbox. But of course, too many wrong ideas at that right time makes it that much harder to remember the right idea during the crucial window of time. So talking on the phone as you walk past the mailbox. Now, technically speaking, we use what's called our working memory to hold that alarm in mind as we're doing other things like walking down the street, looking around, thinking about what to make for dinner, and a million other thoughts that float through. Working memory is like RAM in a computer. It's a part of our memory that processes information and makes decisions, while also holding other information on deck for later, hopefully. Ideally, our working memory protects and preserves this idea of putting the letter in the mailbox. But if we get distracted by something else, it can knock that idea out of our working memory, so we don't remember it at the right moment. We may remember it later when we're thinking about other bills or when we see the unmailed letter. Um, but, you know, and, and then, of course, in these moments, it comes flying back into our awareness, probably joined by a healthy dose of frustration as well. Now, when the thing to be remembered goes beyond a few moments, we store it in what is called our perspective memory, which comes out of our working memories, but is kind of something of a different function. Perspective memory is the ability to remember to remember. So it's for longer term things like remembering to call the bank tomorrow during business hours or that you, know, you have specific plans for this weekend involving this person at this time. People with ADHD tend to have blinkier working memories. So things, even important things, are more likely to get bumped out even a split second later, which can be maddening. Of course, the more things that you have competing for your attention and flowing through your working memory, the more likely you are to forget the things that matter. The information-saturated culture that we live in just makes this all worse, since it seems like we rarely have uninterrupted moments to focus on just one thing. This is actually one of the cool things about therapy. You have 50 uninterrupted minutes to focus just on what's been running through your head during the rest of the week. Now, for all of us, especially some of us, uh, to make matters worse, our working memories peak at the end of our 20s and then decline by about 5% per decade thereafter. So if you're in your 50s and 60s and feel like you can't remember anything anymore, this is probably what you've noticed. So what do we do about this? We have identified what it is. What do we do? How do we make it better? How do we get our working memories to work more effectively? Well, one way is, frankly, to try to avoid using it. So that is, instead of putting the letter in your bag, hoping that your head will remember it, carry it in your hand so it keeps reminding you every time you see it. 
If you have to bring an umbrella or whatever along with you tomorrow, put it in front of the door or next to your keys so you can't help but see it. Then of course make sure no one moves it. This way the object serves as its own reminder in that moment that matters. This is much better than hoping you'll remind yourself as you're running around doing other stuff to get ready in the morning, which really drops the odds of success. You can also write a note or set an alarm in your phone. These are basically an external perspective memory, whether it's low-tech pencil and paper or high-tech you know, PDA or iPhone or Blackberry or whatever. You can also call and leave yourself a voicemail at the place that you need to remember. So for example, leave yourself a message at work while you're at home, leave yourself a message at work to call the bank. So you get the message during a time that it actually matters. The more of these reminders you can build in, the more likely you are to remember it. In fact, when I think about my clients who seem to struggle the most with these sorts of things, I think the problem is only partly that they tend to forget things. The other half of the problem is that they think or expect that they should be able to remember better than they actually do. So they don't use the reminders that could help them. Or in other words, they don't use the reminders that other people who do better use routinely. Now, I'm mostly thinking about my teenage clients here, but not only, I got plenty of adults doing this stuff too. Finally, the fewer activities you're involved in and stimuli you have competing for your attention, the more likely you'll be to remember the desired things. So, you know, cut the chatter and the distractions. For those with ADHD, medication has also been found to improve working memory. So, you know, that can help too. Now, there are no magic pills and you still got to do the work, but the meds tend to work really quite well for folks with ADHD. If what you're taking isn't making a noticeable difference, you may do better on a different dose or on a different medication. So talk to your prescriber. The other thing you can do is CogMed working memory training, which has been found in numerous studies to improve working memory. Now, as a disclosure, I recently joined the CogMed Provider Network, so I'm not completely an unbiased source on this, but frankly, I wouldn't have signed on and put my reputation on the line if I didn't think that there was really something to this and that there's something pretty cool going on here. You can learn more about CogMed and working memory in general at cogmed.com. That's C-O-G-M-E-D.com. You can also read about working memory and perspective memory in the free PDF of chapter one of More Attention, Less Deficit, which you can find at adultadhdbook.com. Alternatively, you can find the podcast in the archives at adultadhdbook.com. Look for episode four dated March 23rd of 2009 for working memory and episode six dated April 27th of 2009 for prospective memory. So there's a bunch of information to hold in your working memory. I guess that's what the rewind button is for, and also a pen. So until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.